Most personal trainers are not comfortable with money, but I want to tell you why charging more for your training, especially over time, is not only the best answer for you, but also the clients that you work with. No doubt if you've just become a personal trainer or you've been doing it for 6 to 12 months, you know that asking for money in sales is a part of the process. But chances are it's probably not why you got into the industry. You probably got in because you liked being in the gym and you wanted to help people and maybe you had some sort of transformation yourself. But the truth is, is you can't separate the two and regardless of why you got into the industry, part of the process of people taking action and being invested in their results is being invested in the results. And what you'll find is there is a direct correlation, and I can confirm this myself with training clients over the last 16 years and playing with prices and increases and everything in between, that the more you charge, the better results people will get. And the more that you charge, the more committed people will continue to be. So hopefully the result of this video and audio, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast, is a confirmation that you need to charge more, even if it's not right now, over time for your training in order to keep doing it, to stay passionate about it, to stay in love with it, and truthfully, to keep your clients committed and engaged in the process. And I'm not gonna go super deep into what you should charge, right? You might be starting out in a place where some of that is set for you, and that's great. It takes some variables away from the conversation, But you might also be working with clients on your own or starting to pick up clients or maybe your whole goal is to build your independent contract business like I have. And if so, my simple, simple advice for you, because this could be an entire and maybe it should be an entirely separate video of its own at some point in time, is what is the largest number that you can say out loud confidently and just start there. And obviously, there's so many things that go into it. What are people charging in your area? What's your level of experience? But your confidence in the numbers that you say is going to have the biggest impact when it comes to selling training. So again, wherever you are right now, I want to convince you that there might be a benefit of figuring out how you build into your plan of charging more over time. Or better yet, even thinking about how pricing plays into things like packaging and discounts and getting rid of of the old school method of discounting for more sessions or more frequency. We just need to establish that you provide a ton of value for somebody and then we need to stick to it. And we need to find a way to be comfortable and confident with the process of asking for this stuff because it ends up being a barrier, a barrier for a lot of trainers. And I think one of the reasons that a lot of trainers do struggle in the first couple of years and maybe they never make it. And I don't want that to be you. I want you, if you're watching this video, to be doing this one, two, three, four, five years from now and loving what you do and making great money from it because I've been fortunate to build a life around doing that. And if you guys are active, especially out there in the content world, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, you might have come across uh, Alex Hormozzi. And I say that this guy has been a phenom in the fitness industry and branched out into so many areas of business because he's wildly intelligent. And the reason that I wanted to make this video and this audio for the podcast and on YouTube is because he just did a really great job of verbalizing things that I've been thinking and accidentally doing. And what you guys will find sometimes that happens in training and in business, you start to learn from people and things and some of it confirms the stuff that you're doing and they just do a better job of explaining it. And hopefully they add a twist on those things that helps you improve what you're doing as well. And what I want to do, I'm actually even going to give you guys a visual. We'll see if 
we get some good autofocus here as well, is kind of talk you through this top portion. This is actually part of his $100 million offers book, and a lot of that's talking about how you position your offer, training, etc. And one of those is this idea of this virtuous versus, versus vicious cycle of price, and just the fact that the benefit of being on the higher end of the price point is that we end up getting not only greater perception of what we do, better results, everybody wins. And I think my goal as a coach and a personal trainer and even my goal for Axiom and education and all that I do in the fitness industry is to try to find more win-win situations, right? Where if you can create a business, right, not just your training protocols, but a business model that truly is win-win for you and the people you work with, everyone's going to win. You're going to have people that not only love your training and continue to train with you, but you're going to stay excited, motivated, passionate about what you're doing for a long time. And again, that means helping more people. So even if you got into this industry to just help people, I'm telling you, price and what you charge and the people you serve, you can't separate them. They're all intimately intertwined. And you can play this at whatever level you want when it comes to pricing and understanding what you're going to get from people. All right. So the, the takeaway here is I know some people have had a bad experience or maybe you started out working in a big box gym and there's maybe some old school sleazy car salesman tactics that are being utilized. Well, I just want you to know you don't have to do those things, right? There's a huge benefit of learning in that environment and knowing sales is a big part of what you do. But hopefully if you're watching this video, maybe you have aspirations of doing your own thing or at least selling more of your own training. Your confidence in this process, you don't have to use these other tactics. A lot about it is just understanding, building value and knowing that if you can get people to the point where they're committed and paying more, everybody's going to win. And the first piece of this is what he talks about emotional investment. And I can 100% vouch for this, that the more that I pay for something, and I'm sure you can think about it too, the more that you have invested in something, the more invested you are. And one easy area for us to think about this that's super relevant to fitness and training and our clients and probably you is think about the last time that you went and spent like a significant amount of money on, let's say like a supplement right? I used to work in a supplement store, tried and bought everything. And there were periods of time where maybe I got on some sort of program, right? I had a couple of supplements that I spent more money in, put a couple hundred bucks down on the line. Well, guess what? I probably got really good results over the next couple of months in my training, not just because of those supplements, but because I put money out there on the line, I was invested in the process. This is secretly actually one of the best things about challenge programs for so many people, Right? You might have people that every year they're doing a challenge in order to try to get in shape or get back on track or whatever it is. And these challenges have been around forever. You're going to continue to see them. And for a lot of people, this actually could be a really great motivator because when they put money on the line, and this is truthfully why I think free challenges are not nearly as beneficial as paid challenges for most people because they need to be invested in the process. And most times, the more people pay, the more people pay attention, right? The more people pay the more people pay attention. And there may be a limit on this for you, but truthfully, maybe not. You know, when it comes to training and clients that I can tell you specifically, right? As I shoot this video, I've been training for the last, you know, 12 years here in South Florida, Boca Raton. And so we're in somewhat of a training bubble where people are able to charge quite a bit more for training than other parts of the country. But when I first really started training down here, you know, I'm training people at parks and gyms and whatever, and I'm charging people 35, 40, 45 bucks a session. And it was a great experience, right? I trained a lot of people. I can tell you I trained a lot of people, none of which who I'm training now. And 
over time, obviously, I was figuring things out as a trainer. You know, I wasn't good enough to be charging what I charge now, so that's a whole different conversation. But also, the people that were willing to pay those prices were a different type of client. And I found that earlier on, I had a lot more issues with keeping people consistent, with having to chase down payments, all these things when I was charging, you know, 40, 45 bucks a session versus these days where I might charge someone 130, 140, 150 based on how long they've been training with me. And never is there a single question about payment, right? Uh, It's easier to sell it. They're more invested, they're more consistent, all these things. And so I just say that uh, the further that you go along, the more that you'll find that when people pay a little bit more, they're usually a little bit more invested and they value what it is that you provide more. And that's really one of the biggest keys is trying to put yourself around more people and it's gonna take time to find those clients. Putting yourself around more clients and people that truly value what it is that you do and provide. You specifically, right? Your own way of doing it takes experience, takes time, but I promise you, if you stay patient, they're out there, right? They're out there. And there's a story, this is actually, you know, one that I I actually heard from Hormozy, who I mentioned before. There's a story about a young man who, uh, his dad gives him a car, old beat up car, right? You know, like rusted, whatever. And, uh, And he's like, hey, I want you to go see how much you can get for this car. And so he takes it over to the car dealership, normal car dealership in town. And, uh, you know, they take a look at it and they're like, ah, you know what? It's uh, it's worth 500 bucks. We'll give you 500 bucks. And so the kid's pretty disappointed, right? He's like, oh man, he brings it back to his dad. You know, he's like, they only offered me 500 bucks. Um, now know this at the time, the dad knows what he's doing. And so he says, Hey, you know what? I want you to take it down to the, uh, to that collector's place, right? There's that car, that kind of classic car place down the road. Uh, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll know what it's worth and offer you a little bit more. So he takes it down to the private car collectors and they tell them, they say, wow, this is actually like a collector's item. This is a rare car. There's like 20 of these left in existence. This is like a $100,000 car. And so the kid's mind is blown. He takes it back to his dad, who obviously knew in the first place what kind of car it was. And the lesson that he was trying to teach his son and the lesson that we can take from that is that the same thing could be valued very differently based upon the people that you're bringing it to, how they look at it, where they are in life, the finances that they have, their interpretation of these things. There's so many things that go into that, making sure that you have the right people. Now, I will say it takes time to find them, but if you're patient, you do this for a while, you keep trying to push to that area and you think about these things, charging more, you're going to find those people. And those are going to be the people that train with you, not for months, but for years. The clients that are going to really help you build your career. And truthfully, some of the most amazing people you're going to want to spend time around. Because I think about all the clients I work with now, who are those people who value at a high level what it is that I do for them and that I provide for them and the relationship we have and the things that I've learned. And just, you know, I think that's one of the coolest parts is spending time around amazing people in the fitness industry. And that's one of the big keys. So increased emotional investment. When you charge more, people have an increased emotional investment. The other piece here too is an increased perceived value, right? Just the fact that you charge more means psychologically that people value it more. They think that it's better regardless of what your training level is. And this is a hard thing for a lot of people to grasp, but you know, they've done studies looking at, you know, like the uh, perception of value of wine, right? They did a research study. They took a look at, and they had this group come in and they, they wanted to rate the, the quality of the wine based upon the price. And they had three separate ones. They had a cheaper, they had kind of a moderately priced and moderately priced, and then like a really expensive wine. And they had them try each of those three and they rated them accordingly to the price at the highest price wine. 
they rated to be the best. Moderately priced wine was the middle, and then the least you know, inexpensive cheap wine was rated as like the lowest quality, not the, the tastiest. And the truth was, it was the same wine across all three. You know, So the fact that people have that relationship with a service or a product or anything else, the fact that you charge more will make people inherently think that it's more valuable. And that'll relate very easily to the fact that as you charge more money over time, it will actually become easier to sell the people you're talking to. And I'm gonna tell you guys, I didn't believe this until I started having it happen in my own life, until I started charging more than, especially when I started charging more than $100 an hour for training sessions. And I started to realize that the best clients didn't wanna work with someone, even if they were really good, they didn't really wanna work with someone who was charging less than 100 because it was almost like an automatic filter in their world that it's like, hey, I know kind of what training might cost, and generally if someone's charging more than $100 an hour, they're probably pretty good. And it's just the perception that they have. And as you go further up with that, again, becomes easier. you know. And then you get to the place where having the conversation, even before a meeting with someone, that you charge a certain amount, and uh, all of a sudden the the understanding is there, right? When someone thinks like, okay, well, Joe charges $150 a training session automatically. I already know some of the other people that train with him. And the fact that he charges that confidently and asks for it, like he must be good. And so just know that the perception of value is inherently tied into the amount that you charge, wherever that might be relative to you and what people are charging for training in your area. And then here's the cool part is that generally people will get better results they'll get better results when they pay more because again, they're more invested in the process and there's more ownership over that as well. Now, don't get me wrong. There are exceptions to this and I definitely have had people who were happy to hand over a lot of money and maybe thought I was gonna do it for them, you know, and that's, I take that back. I think that's less about price and more about the communication and relationship when you first start training with somebody. But in general, right, there's gonna be outliers. I would say in general, people will get better results because they're more invested. They wanna work with someone who is of a higher quality and, uh, and they're gonna put in more work. They'll be more committed clients, 100% guaranteed. That's the experience that I've had over time. So I can confirm what Alex has here in the book talking about people getting better results. Here's another one that I've experienced uh, in not only my training business, personal training, but also within the Axiom Fitness Academy, the education that we do. And that is the clients that pay the least are sometimes the biggest pain in the ass. And I say that with love, right? Part of what we do as personal trainers, it's a service industry, so I'm happy to go above and beyond for the people that I work with. But generally, the clients that pay the most are the easiest, right? Like there's, they're, you know, they, they, they don't complain about small things. They're not trying to nickel and dime you $5, $10 here or there, ask for discounts. They're just the most fun and kind and simple to work with. You know, that's simply put, right? It's just there's like a decreased demandingness, as Alec puts it here in the book, when you start charging more for the people that you work with. So here's another cool thing too. Aside from just the impact on the clients, right? We talked about there's an increased emotional investment from the people when they pay more. There's an increased perceived value. So they automatically value what you're doing more because they're paying more. There's just this automatic relationship. Makes sense. Our brains are simple. We want to try to create filters for things. Increased results that people get decreased demandiness and those are all benefits I think truthfully for the client things that they're getting from working with you especially at this higher price point and literally you might not change any of your training you just change the price point and all of a sudden the person who's coming in they get this different impact the other piece is also the impact on your business like obviously the you know the opportunity to make more money that seems pretty simple 
But the cool part of that is, is when you're able to do that, right? When you're able to profit more from what you're doing, there are inherently a couple of other things that will make this effect kind of snowball and multiply. And some of that is like you're able to invest in more of yourself, not just time-wise, right? Where you're not trying to jam so many clients in because you're trying to make money. You can, you know, train fewer people at a higher level, which is great. You're going to enjoy what you're doing. You're not going to get burnt out nearly as easily. Um, but also you yourself have an improved or an elevated perceived value of what you're doing. And I think even the perception of impact, I have definitely felt this as I've had price increases. There's also an internal pressure on myself to make sure I'm getting better, that I am delivering to that level. So I think charging more, it forces you to elevate what you're doing for your clients, to make sure you're doing courses and you're applying it and that you're prepared for training sessions and you're well-groomed, all the things. You know, I always think about it. Like, what if I was charging double or triple? What if I was charging two, 250, 300 for training sessions? How would I show up for today's training session, right? Not only like, what would I look like, but like, how prepared would I be? What would I bring to this person? And so I love that. I love that, you know, as we continue to charge more as trainers, there's an elevation even of ourselves. Expectations go up, right? If you're going to serve people at that level. I personally love that. And I think it forces us not to get complacent as coaches and trainers, which is really common for people who are doing it for 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years in order to stay passionate about it. So I think, like I said, increased perception of yourself literally having more money and time to invest in getting better. So like you're just going to continue to get better when you have the money and the time to do so because you're charging more from your training and people are getting better results. Like you said, or like I said, it's truly a win-win for everybody involved. Higher quality service levels, right? I mean, you're able to do little extra things. You have the time in between, all that stuff. And then here's the crazy thing. I mentioned it before. It's easier to sell. It's truthfully easier to sell. You can already lead and pre-qualify once you get to the point where you're very comfortable with your pricing on just letting people know up front, right? Even these days, I'll give you guys an example. I just had, and I really take on new clients these days, but I had a referral from a client who's coming back down for season um, from someone who they wanted me to help get started. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm at least going to talk to them regardless of whether it works out for training. And one of the first things I did, right, obviously we had some introductory conversation and I already know they're coming pre-qualified as a referral from another client. But as I just, you know, I said, hey, I also just want to let you know, I found it's much easier from the beginning. You know, I keep training sessions very simple, you know, same rate no matter how much you're charging. And it's 150 a training session. Um, how do you feel about that? And uh, so for me, very comfortable because I don't want to waste anyone's time. And I want to make sure that if I'm so far off from pricing for someone, and I think a lot of people, they kind of expect, they know what to expect. Um, but it just makes it simple from the beginning. That way there's no questions you know, uh, that I'm, I'm talking to the right person. So don't be afraid, right? You might not have to do it right away in the conversation like I did, but I think don't be afraid to talk about pricing early on in the conversation because you want to make sure that you're even close to each other and you're on the same level. Um, and uh, you might be surprised, like I mentioned, you know, the more confident you get with that, the more you lead with that, I think the more people value it as well. You know, people don't want to be hidden. They don't want to come in and have a couple sessions and all of a sudden then find out what you charge versus knowing from the beginning as they're getting involved. So I think easier to sell in the end um, and confident, right? Because then you get to that place where you're, you know you've got, you have found some of these people who are so great to work with. They're easier to work with. They are more committed. They pay more. And you know there's more people like that out there. And I can relate. That's tough to do. If you're in your first couple of years, it might be tough to do because you're just scrambling to get people and training clients. 
but just know it's got to be in your long-term plan then to figure out how do I continue to build my value and elevate my price over time because in the end there will be no competitive advantage to being the cheapest trainer in town.